Weeks. It's Monday, January 30th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, the erotic, sexy sounds of squeezing the last of the dish soap out of a bottle. Okay, plus getting fucked by a fish. How close are you with your sibling? Synchronized shitting close? And getting kicked off of Twitter for not loving Hitler in a gay way. other news now, a developing political story tonight. The Conservative Party is looking into one of its candidates over some surprising behavior. David? Well, Wendy, this involves Jerry Bantz, who is the Conservative candidate for Scarborough Rouge Park. Our colleague Tom Harrington did a hidden camera investigation into the skills and ethics of home repair service companies. And when he isn't running for office, Bantz owns and operates an appliance repair business. So Bantz responded to a service call at the house where Marketplace had its hidden cameras set up. And those cameras caught Jerry Bantz urinating in a coffee mug and then dumping the contents of that mug into a kitchen sink while the homeowner was in the very next room. Just take a look. And he's looking off to the other room for some reason. He's also taking a cup. He just peed in the cup. Then he empties the cup in the sink, rinses it, and puts it back. So when we learned of this, we immediately contacted Jerry Bantz's campaign headquarters and the National Conservative campaign headquarters for comment, and they facilitated this statement from Jerry Bantz. He says, I deeply regret my actions on that day. I take great pride in my work, and the footage from that day does not reflect who I am as a professional or a person. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Do re mi la fa so la matina she is a fat cunt. Rape my boy pussy. Rape my boy pussy. Try new peanut butter eggs. Get off my phone! It's just a fun thing. Head Hey, freaks, Timothy James Henson back here with you for another fun-filled week of laughing, loving, and loose-gaping assholes. Will there be a prolapsed anus on today's DV? Well, you're just going to have to sit tight and listen closely, because you never know. Uh, at the top of the show, uh, there seems to be a lot of misinformation out there. Oh, so many conspiracy theories, wacky batshit ideas, plus no one can even really agree on facts anymore. Because uh, the truth seems to be a very pliable, bendy concept now. Even among officials and scientists and stuff. People that uh, we were always told to trust. They're putting out conflicting information. It's, uh, it's so hard to parse through everything we're being fed on a daily, hourly basis. And to come to uh, some kind of consensus. It's impossible. You know, for years, we've been told... Uh, like we're on a collision course with a population crisis. There's too many people. Or like we're up to 8 billion idiots on this flying rock. Uh, that seems like a big number. Eight, 8 billion. We got to feed all those people. They, they all want water and shelter. They're hogging up resources. Now I keep hearing we're about to suffer a different type of population crisis. Now we're all dying off and no one's having babies. There's employee shortages. There's not enough people to work. And the world is just like doomed because of all of that. Look, I don't know what's fact and what's fiction here, but I can totally see the country of Japan is suffering from this right now. Apparently, no one's having sex over there. You know, for years, the population has been dwindling. And it's uh, quite frankly, plain to see why. If you just take a peeky boo at their porn, you know, 
you get a good idea of what's happening to a society by their taste in pornography. Look to the porn. Delve into those numbers. That's where you're going to get some good data. Analyzm. That's not a word. What's the word I'm looking for? Data. Data. Analysts. Analyzm. Analytics. Analytics. I got there. You just give me enough time. I will get there. Analyzing. That's another word I could have used, huh? I had options and I still struggled. Yikes. Anyway, a DV listener German guy provided a link to a series of Japanese fetish videos in our Discord. Now, I'm going to play a few of these for you, and you tell me if you can spot a common thread amongst them. Here is the first. <laughs> You're not going to hear a lot of like sex noises, moaning, grunting, balls slapping up against an ass. Apparently, in Japan, men have fetishes like hearing a woman squeeze the last of the dish soap out of a plastic container. That's the video I'm currently playing for you. The woman is not even naked. She's like in a sports bra and panties, and she's just trying to squeeze out the last of the soap. <laughs> This is not a joke. You can watch this if you go on xvideos.com, which if you are an internet masturbator, I'm sure you've heard of the website. Anyway, here is another video. This is a woman who, again, is not naked. She's got shoes on. Now we're, we're just, we're adding clothing onto these women. Okay. She's got shoes on and she's stomping uh, like ramen noodles. I don't know what she's saying. Another video here is titled The Movement of the Throat of a Woman Drinking Water. So it's it's not about her drinking water per se. It's about the throat movement when someone swallows. But that microphone is right up in there. I can confidently say I do not share in this fetish of uh, womanly throat noises. At least these kind of throat noises. Ugh. Give me that gwaggle gwaggle any day. One thing to be choking on a dick. Another thing just to fucking be hydrating yourself. No, thank you. Not interested in hearing that. Well, the one thing all of these videos have in common. Have you figured it out yet? Uh, it's that uh, they're all alone. There's no guys and there's no sex happening. They're not even naked. You can't make a baby squashing ramen with your feet. Now, part of the problem is uh, Japan has notoriously been kind of uh, weird with depictions of sex. I mean, you know, they always blur out pussies and dicks in their porn. I think that needs to come to an end. Unblur the pussy and free the cunt. You, you know, feel free to use that as like a hashtag. I want this to be a real movement in Japan. Hashtag free the cunt. You unblur the genitals and you start depicting uh, like hardcore, maybe even violent sex, I guarantee you, after a few years of those moving images burned into the eyeballs of Japanese men across the country, they'll start to warm up to the idea of breeding their ladies. By the way, I was kidding about starting to depict violent sex in Japan because uh, they already do that. It's really their bread and butter over there. Usually it involves tentacles or toothy vagina monsters, but well, you know, whatever. I just think the Japanese people need to see more dicks, human dicks in pussy, 
and less of this. Fetish videos of Japanese women backing over children's toys in their minivans. Here's another one. No, that was like a pool float. It's deflating. To be honest, that one's getting me aroused a little bit. I see where Japanese men get that one. All right, well, there you go. That's what's happening in Japan. You're not going to find a lot of hardcore porn over there, but if you have a thing for swallowing throat noises, you got to check out what's going on over there. All right, let's move on. Several months ago on this very podcast, I featured Anna and Lucy, stars of the TLC program Extreme Sisters. More fine educational programming from the Learning Channel. These two Daffy Broads do absolutely everything together. Like, their whole identity is being twins. They talk alike. They dress alike. They do everything together, including their shared boyfriend. Yes, they want to get pregnant at the very same time. That puts a lot of pressure on the dude. He's got to be spraying bullets all over the place. You know what I mean? He's got to have a bunch of loads in the chamber. I don't know if it's ever discussed how the sex works. Like, is the other sister in the same room with them? I mean, they all share a bed together, all three of them. But when it comes to sex, does the other sister really want to be around to watch? On the flip side, is it really that big of a deal because they look exactly the same? So, you know what I mean? Ben, get your ass ben, in here! Ben! I was so surprised when it said our temperature was exactly I the wasn't, same. because we're exactly the same. Well, I mean, that's like science. Like, come True. on. Like, I didn't would... think that we're going to be, like, identical. We thought that was a bit of a sign. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's Ben. He comes waddling into the room. And unfortunately, the cameras had to be turned off at that point. So that's what I played for you last time. After sex, you've got to put your legs up on the wall for like half an hour. So we've been doing that. Well, you don't have to. Like That's because the spam... Plenty of people have gotten pregnant without uh, putting their legs up. That, like, that's because the spam travels faster to down there. Yeah, if your legs up like this, yes, it just goes down it there. It goes down there quickly. Well, you heard it from Dr. Stupid and Professor Retard. Sorry. Trying to stop using the R word, so I have an R word jar. I punish myself by uh, giving me money. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so hard because I feature such complete morons on this podcast. And there's, you know, a limited number of words I could use to describe how stupid these bitches are. The R word is bound to come up a few times. I'm so sorry. Well, freaks, it's uh, the new season of Extreme Sisters, and our girls are back. Let's see what's going on. Apparently, in this scene, they're at uh, some sort of beauty salon. So you both share a boyfriend? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Like, her voice is super annoying, and now you have to, like, multiply that by two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we we do. do. Yeah. Oh! Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's a bit different. Yeah. 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 We've been with our partner, Ben, for 11 years. Oh, wow. The three of us are happy. We found our soulmate. We found our rock, our best friend. If we could, we will marry Ben, if it's possible. They can't help but talk over one another and say this. Like, it literally is like an echo. We should be able to marry the same man. You know, there really shouldn't be a law. Like... It's like, I don't totally unfair. Like, we're being judged. Yeah, back at the hairstylist, it doesn't seem like she's judgy, judgy, but she is um, curious about their situation, I guess. And I guess you've made it this far, like this. So 
Like, we're not going to change. Like, we're not going to change. This is who we are. Yeah. And and Ben loves us for who we we are. are. Yes. We found someone that accepts us for who we are. The accent is not helping the situation. It really is true, love. It really is. Like, the first night we met him, we, like, both kissed him. him. Like, we both kissed him. It wasn't just, like, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, we both kissed him. Like a three-way. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like a three-way. Oh, we're getting some new information. No, the stylist is, um, now now she's at a loss for words. This is crazy. It's (laughs) crazy. She found some words, I guess. It's crazy. I... Like, do they actually really have sex with the same guy at the same time? Is it like one yeah. pump, two pumps? Like, it's crazy. I yeah, 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 we, yeah do. we do. We have, we have sex, sex at the, at the same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah, like a like three-way. Three yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was kind of talking over the uh, the stylist, but she literally is like, how does it work? Does he stick his dick in one and then pull out and stick it in the other? With the same guy at the same time. Is it like one pump, two pumps? Like, it's crazy. Well, he can't treat one of the girls differently, you know? gotta be all even steven one pump in this pussy one pump in the other pussy and by the way i take it back this stylist is being totally judgy judgy like i would never gobble the same as my sister but i mean like it's weird well that's just i'm sad i feel sad for you that you don't have a close relationship with your sister that you can't gobble the same cock at the same time nothing weird about that yeah yeah yeah. Uh, in an interview, they even said they don't consider themselves to be independent people. They are they are one. And that means they do everything as one. We do everything together. You name it from shower, the toilet. We share a phone, a car, eating together, eating identical diets. We come as a package. We're a team. We can't be separated. Well, now this is just a mental illness, right? Two mental illnesses. They won't do anything separate. I mean, think about how much time they could save if they took a divide and conquer approach to being twins. What if they decided like, oh, we're we're hungry, but also the dogs need to go outside to take a shit. You know, one of the girls could be making the popcorn in the house. The other one could take the dogs out to take a shit as opposed to uh, both of them doing one task together, taking double the amount of time. Come on, honey, save some minutes. It's just an ineffective use for time, I think. Do you get your period at the same time? Yes. I mean, we share a partner, so when we're on our period both, he probably wants to kill himself. So. Oh my gosh, I could imagine. Yeah. Well, if they're still getting their periods, it means they're not pregnant. And sure enough, we find out that that is a uh, rather sore topic. We, we were trying to have babies. Um, we, we have decided to put it on hold for now. Uh, there have been a lot of difficulties. Well, the difficulties he's referring to, as far as I can tell, is that uh, these two idiots refuse to come to terms with reality. Nature does not care if you want to get pregnant at the exact same time as your twin sister. They want inseminated at the very same second. They want to experience morning sickness the same way. They want to experience the baby kicking at the same time. They want to be uh, in labor at the same time. That's not how that works. Plus, like, there's a chance one might have a girl and one might have a boy. Could you imagine what that would actually do to their relationship? They're hell-bent on doing everything together. What if one has a girl and one has a boy? That means the kids are going to have to dress different. You know, the boy, when when growing up, the boy might want to participate in uh, soccer or football, and the girl might be more interested in band, which means 
one of the mothers, well, you know, one of the twin sisters is going to have to go and, and be away from the other. It would just, I mean, I can't imagine how this would work. She needs to be pregnant and I need to be pregnant yeah. at exactly the same time. It's hard because we wanted everything to be identical. We needed everything to be the same. We want to experience everything together, especially pregnancy. At one point, apparently they thought they were both knocked up, but uh, that was not the case. They took pregnancy tests and... Does that mean pregnant? Um, I think it means not, not pregnant. pregnant. Not, yeah, pregnant. not pregnant. Okay, get ready for a Tim Henson conspiracy theory here. If you watch this episode, which just aired a, a couple days ago, both of the twin girls took a pregnancy test, but the results were blurred out. You couldn't tell if they were pink or blue or plus or minus. My theory is that one of the sisters was pregnant, the other sister wasn't pregnant, and that simply wouldn't do. They have to do everything together, remember? I think one was pregnant and decided to get an abortion, and that must have been really hard for the twins. Not because having an abortion is a, an emotional or traumatic thing, but it's traumatic because it means that one sister had to go get an abortion by herself. That's not fair. They wanted to go together. They have to do everything together, remember? So, yeah, I mean, it must have been a really stressful time. I mean, it's not a deal breaker having kids or not. I mean, he would be, like, the best dad. But They later just start bawling. Like, you could tell, like, this is a real problem for them. As a matter of fact, in a preview for an upcoming episode of Extreme Sisters, these ladies uh, fall off the deep end. They can't have a real baby, so they turn to baby dolls. They take baby dolls with them out and about, shopping, restaurants. It's like those uh, reborn doll freaks we featured on TV. You know the ones that uh, treat the baby dolls like real kids? It's the same thing. More stellar programming from the Learning Channel. Thank you very much, TLC. All right, there you go. That's your Anna and Lucy extreme sister update. <laughs> Moving on now. Turning our attention back to the Distorted View Discord, gotta say thanks to Dave's Oil Painting for providing a link to Trout Lady. Why is she called Trout Lady? Is she a fan of the fish pillows? No. Her pussy stink like fish? Yes. But not in the way you think it does. She's not suffering from crotch rot. She's participating in some perch pounding. And her boyfriend is a part of it, of course. That's how you catch trout. Yeah. Oh, that trout's wiggling. What do you got here? The trout's wiggling. Where's the trout? Yep. Yeah, her boyfriend's pushing the fish in her pussy. And uh, Green Day scored this video, which is nice. The fish is still kind of alive, gasping for water. I'm sure if it could speak, it would be asking to be killed. Put me out of my misery, glub, glub, glub. It's just so weird because he pulls the fish completely out and he really is fucking it uh, head first. You, you pull it out and you see the fish eyes in its mouth. Poor, poor fish. <laughs> I think you see an inch in there. You know, if I was a trout, I'd be going straight that asshole, but I'll damage that earlier. Can I go deeper with the trout? Is that right? Send it. Send in the trout. I mean, the fish has been out of water for so long. I mean, it's going to die. I don't really know a lot about fish in regards to like what they can see and feel and understand, but uh, this has got to be very confusing for that poor trout. My, what a tiny cove I'm swimming in. You want more trout? Take it. 
take it? Oh. No, that's enough trout in it. Yeah. Take that trout. At least he's being respectful and not just jamming the trout in. He's like, could you take more trout? Can I insert more? Oh, it just sort of flopped right out of the pussy. You know what I say? He's looking. The music is great in this video. Yeah. <laughs> he starts licking the pussy himself after the fish has been in there. Raw fish. And the fish is going back in. See, Japan, this is how you do pornography. You learned a little something today, huh? All right, uh, let's move on. I've got a clip here of a couple of little girls watering their um, neighbor's flowers. Doesn't seem like that should be a problem. Well, the little girls are black. Now, now you're starting to see where there might be a problem. White mama comes flying out of her house. Yes, it's a Karen situation. Take a listen. Uplifted. You don't need a name. I love the video actually starts out. I need a name. That is such a white woman thing to say. If you listen closely, she actually wants she wants names, birth dates and addresses of these people like where they live because i know you don't live in my neighborhood i need a name uplifted you don't need a name you need to get away you need to go somewhere if you don't know you need to go somewhere out here making little girls cry for watering plants at a friend of ours house and you're the new karen you need to go somewhere karen welcome to the way i mean it should be noted that the woman complaining she has nothing to do with the watering of the place. Like, it's not like they were watering her flowers and she got pissed. Like, I just watered them. You're going to overwater them. No, they're, they're not touching anything on this woman's property. She's just like on patrol, right? And she notices these little girls are over uh, next door watering flowers. Karen, you need to go somewhere, Karen. Welcome to the internet, Karen. Now... Karen here is being very quiet and you get the idea that maybe she's thinking, oh, oh, crap. Maybe I did overreact. Have all these little girls crying. Welcome to the neighborhood, Karen. Well, you don't smell right. You don't smell right, Karen. Well, you don't. There goes my theory right out the fucking window. I think the uh, the house where the little girls were watering flowers that is owned by black people. Because there's like a black person off in the distance on the phone, I think, calling the cops. And then and now there's these little girls and, and their father coming. Like, there's just too many black people. Like, this is something something doesn't smell right here. Just don't smell right with me. Well, you don't, don't smell right. Yeah. You don't smell you right, Karen. You can't handle your control right now. You, you don't smell you right, Karen. You can't handle your control right now. Okay. I don't even know what the hell that's supposed to mean, you can't handle your control. Uh, the guy on the phone calling the cops is like, I think she's drunk. Not the worst theory in the world. Hey, she starts walking it, away. There's no way you she's going, though. She's going to do the, the classic Karen turnaround. That's <laughs> where they like, they walk, I don't know, 20, 30 feet, and then they turn around and they re-engage. Right oh. the kids, they live here. You're too busy at phones. They're watering the plants like they're supposed to, Karen. Yeah, it sounds like the little girls were asked to come over. Maybe they're not around. They're like, we forgot to water the plants in front of the house. Can you do it? Yeah, she's coming back. I told you she'd come back. 
No, she tried to take my kids me. These kids have no recollection on what's going on, sweetheart. Okay, Karen. Christina. This guy might be right. She she could be drunk because I don't think she's making much sense. Just another day being black in America. Always lots of fun interactions to deal with. Speaking of which, I've got another clip of a black man dealing with, uh, what is this? The Memphis police. Who wants to hear that video? No, let's not do that one. Finally, before we get into the news, got to say thanks to Great Big Pete. You know, the other day on the podcast, I guess it was Friday, Thursday or Friday, we featured a clip of an Indian dude freaking out at an airport. Great Big Pete uh, isolated some of the audio, cleaned it up, and uh, he provided these sound bites. Buttfucker. Another buttfucker. Great Big Pete labeled those cocksucker, though. I, I think he's saying buttfucker. You buttfucking sucker. That's a buttfucking fucker. These are a lot of great sound clips I can use, like this one. Woman with a dick. Woman with a dick. Woman with a dick. I think Great Big Pete even did a little bit of a remix. Woman with a dick. Dick, 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 fucker. Great theme song if any uh, trans listener is not easily offended. If you would like, if you like this to be your theme song, like if you call into the show and you happen to be trans and haven't uh, gotten through a bottom surgery and you don't mind, I would, I would love for this to be your theme song. Look who's calling in. I'll only play it with your consent, of course. I'm not some sort of monster, some sort of a transphobic asshole. You think any police officer would dare touch me? You fat sucking sucker! You fat sucking sucker! I could use that part for a gay listener. Twink toilet? This could be your theme song. All right, well, thank you very much, Great Big Pete. And really everyone who's been submitting content over there in our Discord. If you're not a part of it, it's absolutely free. Just uh, click on the Discord link, the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your uh, your invite in. You'll be part of the club, one of my buddies. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. <laughs> continue with the help and support of my true and honorable freaks if you like distorted view daily please consider signing up for the sideshow that is db's member site where every week i do brand new uh, exclusive programs just for paying freaks typically on tuesday and thursday that's right every week two brand new episodes just for Sideshow members, memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check out superfreaksideshow.com. When you sign up, you get access to a special RSS feed. It works with most podcasting apps. You'll get all of the, the new uh, free shows and exclusive programs. And of course, you get access to all of the old shows as well. We've been at this since December 2004. Again, for more information, check out superfreaksideshow.com. If you're just interested in getting the, uh, the new exclusive programs and you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right in those apps. Go to Apple Podcast. You'll see where you can subscribe. You can use Apple Pay. All the uh, free shows and all the exclusive shows will uh, show up right in the same little feed there. It's very easy. For more information on that, check out distortedview.com. And finally, we have a Patreon account. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. It's just another way to help the show and, more importantly, me out. 
Love doing Distorted View daily, but I really do uh, rely on you guys to keep this going. I mean, you know, aside from me plugging the sideshow every day, there there aren't really any ads. I mean, we have Adam and Eve. They've been a longtime sponsor, but I try not to bug you guys too much with constant ads for them. I mean, really, what other uh, podcast do you listen to that you don't really hear ads? You know, I mean, I'm bombarded with these. Every podcast I listen to, there's ads at the beginning of the show, in the middle of the show. There's like four or five ad breaks. And then at the end of the podcast, it's a lot. You don't get that on Distorted View Daily. I'm acting like I'm doing you guys a real big favor, not playing ads, when in reality, let's be honest, who the hell is going to advertise on TV aside from Adam and Eve? But, you know, that's why we have the sideshow, and I rely on you uh, you patrons as well. So thank you very much for your support, everyone who is supporting TV. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, by now, I think most of us know the name Nick Fuentes. I've featured him a few times over the years here on TV, and now he's like Kanye West's campaign manager. Remember when Kanye, I guess this was just like a month ago. It feels like a year, but uh, he was like, yeah, I love Hitler. I'm totally on board with what Hitler had going on. Well, Nick Fuentes has been saying that for years. We need to uh, have something like a white uprising. Nick is. Hey, Nick, how you doing, girl? Here's the pathway. We have one more election where white people can make the decision. The white people got to make the right decision, and then Trump's got to get in there and never leave. That, to me, at this point, is a pathway. I think that's before he changed allegiances and is now back in Kanye West. Anyway, the reason why I'm bringing up young Nick today is apparently he was reinstated on Twitter. At some point in the last few years, he got kicked off. It's not hard to imagine why he got kicked off. But now, you know, there's a new sheriff in town, uh, Elon Musk, and he's like, it's all free speech. Anyone who was ever banned can come on back. It was Tuesday afternoon, I guess this past Tuesday, when news broke that notorious Holocaust denier and white nationalist Nick Fuentes had been allowed back on Twitter. But (laughs) there's a but here. Not even 24 hours later, his account was once again banned from the social media platform. And here's the thing. I don't think Nick was trying to get banned. He just can't help himself. He loved Twitter. He was so angry. He literally said, uh, life without Twitter is not worth living. You know, they took a lot from me. They took my PayPal. Okay. They took my YouTube. They were taking 30% anyway. FBI investigation, no fly list. We can deal with that. Who is following this loser you know there's like there's successful right-wing people uh, on the internet right like the daily wire guy ben shapiro steven crowder they're making millions and millions of dollars they're currently in a dispute a very public dispute over money like steven their daily wire offered steven crowder like 12 million dollars a year and steven crowder was insulted by that so there's money out there and these guys have lots of followers and then there's nick fuentes who's like, girls are icky. I'm voluntarily celibate. I refuse to use urinals in men's rooms. He's always saying embarrassing shit like that. But they took my Twitter. Like, that's not a very manly thing to say. I need my Twitter. I can't live without it. I cannot live without Twitter. I would rather be alive on Twitter than in this world this world sucks it's too (laughs) sunny i can't see my phone when i'm driving because the sun is too bright i want to be online but i can't i try to make a new account i get locked out so 
it's, it's very clear that he it loves Twitter, so he should have been ecstatic that he uh, was reinstated recently. And I think he was excited. He got too excited. You know, sometimes like uh, if you've been away for a while and you come home and your dog is excited to greet you and uh, just starts pissing all over the floor or something, he can't control himself. Uh, Nick Fuentes was reinstated and then like immediately posted a gif of the Kanye 24 or 2024 uh, campaign logo, which is basically uh, like a swastika, right? It's kind of a play on that. Uh, the logo then morphed into the message DEFCON 3. This was apparently a reference to the infamous tweet that got West kick off of Twitter last year. Fuentes then hosted a Twitter Spaces last night. Twitter Spaces is like where if you're on Twitter, you can uh, listen to uh, Twitter users speak. It's like a, kind of like a live stream, but audio only. And you can give other uh, users uh, the mic so they can speak as well. It's like a big chat, audio chat room. And again, the, the boy could not contain himself. Yeah, we love Hitler, okay? Yeah, we're wearing masks and we're wearing rain boots and we fucking love Hitler. And it's way cooler and way more interesting and way funnier than anything you have ever made in your entire life. Fuentes is the leader of the Groper Army or Groper Army, a collective of alt-right white nationalists known for trolling mainstream Republicans and pushing for a more extreme... I'm sorry, extreme form of American conservatism. So I guess like shortly after this all went down, uh, Nick was like, oh, fuck, I guess I have to issue an apology, at least a clarification of what I meant by we love Hitler. We love Hitler, not in a fucking gay way. Well, that clears it all up. Give that man his account back. It was all a giant misunderstanding, as you can hear. In like a, in like a awesome way, okay? In like a we love Trump way, you fucking yeah. liberal. Why don't you cry about it some more? That's kind of like his approach. Although he started crying about it more later. Like he, then he realized he's mad. He's like, "What the fuck? I want my Twitter account back." I'm a genius. At the end of the day, I'm somebody who. I'm a genius. At the end of the day, I'm somebody who, in a functioning society would be rewarded for being a genius. Is this all an act? Is this guy really a comedian? Uh, I deserve to be on Twitter. Only My explanation. voice is necessary. All I right. am badly needed. I am awesome. And my Twitter was funny, and I want my account back now. Well, as of the recording of this show, his account had not been reinstated. He remains banned. So there you go. Nick Fuentes update. Second story we have for you to jump. Recently, the body cam footage was released of Nancy Pelosi's husband being attacked with a hammer. Remember that story a while ago? Someone broke into Nancy Pelosi's house, attacked her husband who was in his underwear like he was getting ready for bed, cracked his skull open. The guy who, uh, who, who perpetrated the attack is behind bars, but I have an update here. In a shocking and bizarre twist, David DePap, the man accused of the hammer attack, called KTVU, a television station, got the newsroom and issued a statement. So this guy called from jail, according to KTVU. DePap42 called reporter Amber Lee from San Francisco County Jail in California, where he's being held on charges of attempted murder and elder abuse. He has pled not guilty. DePap's call to Lee, the news outlet said, was unexpected and unprovoked. Uh, he did not allow Lee to challenge his statements. Yeah, he didn't want this to be an interview. He was just like, look, I've got something to say here. Yeah, he did not allow Lee to challenge his statements or ask follow-up questions. 
I do have audio here of um, when he called into the newsroom, talked to the reporter. Nothing on the body cam footage. There's like a lot of background noise, so I'll just sort of repeat what he says. He says, now that you've all seen the body cam footage. Have an important message for everyone in America. David DePap here has an important message for everyone here in America. You're welcome. Oh. Freedom liberty isn't dying. It's being killed systematically and deliberately. The people killing it have names and addresses. So I got their names and addresses so I could pay them a little visit. And have a heart-to-heart chat about their bad behavior. So if you didn't understand, basically he said uh, liberty is being uh, systematically killed. And the people who are doing it have names and addresses. So I uh, stopped by, paid these people a visit to ask them about their bad behavior. Ultimately, though, David DePap uh, did issue an apology. I want to apologize to everyone. I messed up. What I did was really bad. I'm so sorry I didn't get more of them. It's my own fault. No one else is to blame. I should have come better prepared. Yeah, he's apologizing for not doing more damage. Again, just to recap, the attack happened on October 28th while Paul Pelosi, husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, was asleep in the couple's home. The papes, to pap, whatever the fuck his name is, allegedly broke into a glass door near the back of their home. Authorities say the man forced Paul Pelosi out of bed. He tried to reach an elevator. There is something to be said about these Washington elites. They have elevators in their house. That's the fucking craziest part of this story. Anyway, he tried to reach an elevator that contained a phone, but was blocked by DePape. Uh, Paul Pelosi then managed to make his way into a bathroom and call 911 because there's phones in the bathroom, too. Damn, the height of elegance. Toilet phones. I want a landline in my shitter. That's how you know you made it. Realizing that Paul Pelosi had alerted authorities, DePape took him downstairs near the entry of the home. When police arrived, they found the two men struggling for control of the hammer. Police say that's when DePape allegedly pulled the hammer away and struck Paul Pelosi with it. I mean, you can watch the body cam footage yourself now. No word yet on if Paul Pelosi accepted DePape's apology. Paul really should be the bigger man here. Takes a lot of guts to say I'm sorry. All right, uh, final story we have for you to do. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida is the most fucked up state. Yes, a product label found in a South Florida supermarket is in the spotlight after it left a shopper disturbed and outraged. Oh, I'm interested. Paul Taff told the local news that he was shopping at the Presidente supermarket in Margate earlier this month. When he came across Azucar Marina Brown Sugar, apparently just a a brand of brown sugar, he says, uh, it doesn't matter how you look at it. It's racism in any form. Bottom line, it should not be on the shelf. You want to see what a bag of this stuff looks like? Uh, Check out the chapter artwork. What you will find is a, uh, I guess, a mascot of this company, the Azucar Marina Company or something. Uh, A woman on the label has dark skin, a big smile, bright eyes, and hair tied up in a scarf. Quote, when you see an image of a mammy dancing around with two sugarcane stalks in her hand, thinking that she's having a jolly old time, it's not. It was never a jolly old time for us. Yeah, this character most certainly is a caricature. Of a, of a, like, a mammy stereotype. The scarf around her head. That's the real, the real problem area, I think, is the, is the scarf. And then also her mouth. 
you know, it's drawn in a way like old, you know, old timey racist cartoons depicting black people are drawn this way. Look for that wide mouth coon near you. Right, exactly. The Mammy stereotype, a depiction of happy enslaved black women, are there any other kind, only grew in popularity after the Civil War and into the early 20th century. Mammy was pop culture for decades, showing up on product labels, in movies, and as figurines. Yeah, like, in the 1900s, it's fucking 2023 now. Now she's showing up on brown sugar packages. We're taking the product in a new direction. Trying to market, well, they are marketing in the South, right? The research of Dr. Rokisha Ashley, a Florida International University professor, focuses on black women and body image. Quote, we still see these moments where things haven't caught up everywhere quite yet. Uh, They might just be like, this doesn't exist because they don't have those lived experiences. She said, uh, I'm not surprised that it's present. I'm speaking of the packaging. I'm surprised that it's on the shelf. I would think that in this day and age that some type of general manager or some type of supermarket regulatory agency would be able to say, hey, what is this? The sugar was still on the shelf when a local news reporter checked it out. Taft said that he took his concerns to a store manager and was told that the issue would be addressed. He said he posted about it on a Presidente Supermarkets Facebook page, but the post was removed, probably for racist content. Uh, He says that he's not going to be going back to the uh, supermarket anytime soon. Quote, it's not touchy. It's not petty. It's wrong, he says. And racism needs to be called out no matter where or when you see it. It needs to be called out. The local news uh, called the phone number on the package of brown sugar and spoke to a man who claimed to be the owner of Azucor, Azucor Marina. He said the sugar came from the Dominican Republic and it's packaged in Puerto Rico. The man said he paid an artist some 20 years ago to come up with the image. He said he does not find it offensive. Well, if the owner of the brown sugar company doesn't find it offensive, then, well, it's not offensive, right? Uh, When asked if he would consider changing the image, he responded, "Mm, maybe you can read between the lines there. That's a that's a hard no, actually. All right. There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news. For Monday, let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. All over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. All right, let's check in with a few freaks. And we begin with a patron. I'm extremely disappointed that three second rule doesn't mean how many seconds you can drop a piece of food on the floor and then shove it in your face hole. Well, that is a three-second rule, but it's not the three-second rule. The three-second rule is... Well, that's when my three-second rule comes into play. You can only look for three seconds, then look away. Been a while since we heard that song, huh? I love you. I love the show. I hope you're having a good day. And that's all I called you for. Oh, well, that's very nice. Thank you very much for that. Short and sweet. There's no butts in there. There was no faggot. Nothing. Hey, Timmy. It's Scuzzy, the misogynist 
and frequent masturbator. Ooh, okay. I don't like think that's what I was going to say, but um, whatever. A thought occurs. You're talking about a zoophile, Nye House or some shit, I think. And I was wondering, what are your thoughts? Do you think that zoophiles go to parks the same way pedophiles go to parks to check out the young Different parks. I see what you're saying. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, I was just curious. Of course. I have an opinion on this. Yeah, like if you're if, like if you are a zoophile who are you know and you're into monkeys or something or llamas or elephants, something exotic that you don't normally see, you know how how else are you going to experience them in real life aside from going to the zoo? Of, of course, you go to the zoo and you and then you get all hot and bothered and you masturbate in the public restroom. Hi, Tim. That's just what you do at the zoo. Hi, Tim. It's a long-time caller, short-time listener, dad's calling. Hello. You might remember me from your super faggy scarf I made you last Christmas. Oh, thank you. Well, it's my first call. I just want to say I love you, Timmy Boo, and you're more than welcome to sing Guns N' Roses with me at karaoke anytime you want. And oh, by the way, I love you. I love you, too. Nice batch of voicemails today, for the most part. Let's end right there. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Oh, so that's a bit different. Yeah. 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 Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive, so if you want to hear it, you know what to do. Sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Marijuana is a vegetable, and yet people are enslaved to vegetables. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.